Meanwhile... That's stupid punk rock. I don't, you know, I just think of it as rock and roll because that's what it is. You should be fabulous, dear. Oh, punk dream. Heavy metal, mate. Music of the angels. Brandy of the damned. Punks of the world, you not wall up. Give it a bit of the welly. And now, a few words about Blank Reg. Thanks to this week's Max Hedrom Mini. Hey Maxi. Brought to you by 20 minutes into the future. It's a Max Hedrom Mini. A Maxi. Enjoy. We are both huge fans of Blank Reg. Oh yeah, yeah. This is a network linker. It's a bit out of your league, isn't it, Paula? So, would you trade for it? What's that? It's a book. Well, what's that? It's a non-volatile storage medium. It's very rare. You should have one. Stuff it! <laughs> Reg? Oh. <laughs> Hello, Dominique. Yeah, my favourite character, actually. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess in terms of my um, curiosity about it, like... This was something where I think, um, growing up, this was my first exposure to any kind of punk rock at all. Uh, and it seems like the writers on the show get punk rock. Uh, it doesn't seem like you guys are, you know, like kind of guessing like, oh, I wonder how these guys would act. God, you're such a poser. And so I was just kind of curious, were you close to the culture or were you a fan or were you just a very keen observer? <sighs> Well, the answer to that is that Blank Reg, of course, was was um, a, a wonderful creation, largely because of Morgan Shepherd, who was Blank Reg. I got the job because, uh, would you shave your head? I said, yeah, you're going to pay me a little extra? And they went, yeah. Will you wear a mohawk? Yeah, okay. You know, he likes rock and roll. I went, and I said, yeah. He said, loves Elvis. I said, no. <laughs> Rocky went, really? I said, no. He was Jerry Garcia. He loves the Grateful Dead. Blair Ranch. I play Grateful Dead on Wednesdays. Writing him was easy because, uh, you know, London was full of blank regs, except they didn't have Mohicans. But as all these blokes are always, you know, like this, isn't it? Uh, and they've always got a smart comeback. And, uh, yeah, nothing's too difficult. Don't you worry, leave it to me, mate, and all that. And you just inhabit their world, stick a Mohican haircut on it and make him 50 instead of 15. And you've, that's it. You've done it. I mean, and, and then it's just enjoying evolving that character because he's in your own head. And, um, yeah, we, we loved uh, Morgan. He was just terrific, absolutely Top of the tree geezer, you know, regular geezer. So what it was was that um, they couldn't find funny and dangerous. They could find funny biker, they could find dangerous biker, but they couldn't find funny and dangerous. And because I come of a culture whereby you, you know, the Liverpool kiss is uh, often used in order to settle discussions. His performances are just incredible because they're so charming, but he's also like. A pretty good street thug, you know. I would, I wouldn't want to mess with him in a scrap at all. Yes, uh, very much so. Uh, and the, one of the lines that that I enjoyed very much was uh, uh, describing his attitude to the whole thing, you know, which was um, when when the, the, the sh 
it began to hit the fan and they realized that they were in trouble and somebody wanted to get hold of this machine and all the rest of it, his immediate reaction is, I'm going to put the wheels of the bus back on, just in case. And, and in that, you realize that something you never previously knew, which was, you know, the bus was up on bricks in some corner of East London somewhere, and he's just going to get the wheels up again so he can get going. And that's the sort of stuff, you know, that just comes from knowing people who are like that. Well, thank you to the uh, East End Thug for an inspirational talk. I mean, that's the simple truth. And interestingly, we wanted at one time, uh, Matt Frewer and I were very uh, delighted at the idea of doing another Max, you know. Where, where would you go next with this? And it actually began um, with um, uh, Blank Reg having taken over uh, the network and at the beginning of the new show he was in the suit with all the bling and all the stuff uh, but still with the Mohican uh, and very fed up with it because the big time bus was down below in the middle of this huge uh, uh, galleried area on a plinth at a weird angle like a jet fighter because, you know, that had been the beginning of big time television which is now a 400-storey uh, edifice in the middle of the city and it begins with him. But of course, this is a show that will never be made because of all the... Um, the, the problematical legal egos that are involved in this whole thing. Nobody will let anybody else do it, you know. And uh, so it's just not going to happen, which is a pity. Doesn't stop us writing it, though. A few tidbits about coming up with the character of Blank Reg. I particularly like the idea that Steve just saw a connection between your typical East End thug in London and Team Punks, and, well, the rest is history. Yeah, it's my washing machine, it's broken. Yeah, could you send round an East End thug? Thanks. Yeah, it's just uh, through here. It's around, it's around here. There oh, it is. Yeah. Switch it on, then it just completely cuts out. Are you happy to be here while I do this? Y yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just doing a bit of tidying up. So. Okay. Off you go. All right. Thanks. There's a gentleman here paid a lot of money for you and he's not very happy. If you don't start turning, I'm going to tear you apart so totally you'll look like a f***ing Meccano set, you cheap piece of metalised crap. Punks in the world, you not wall up! Give me a bit of the welly! Fabulous dear. Make sure to support us at patreon.com forward slash Austin Rouge to keep this show alive and to bring you more exciting stories and episodes from the history of the show and the people who made it. Thanks for listening. Be seeing you.
blank world sometimes, isn't it?